0: Rowing's Fishing Show. Sea Spiracy is a Netflix doco. I've watched it. It's quite confronting. Being an avid fisher myself, the NGOs and experts quoted in the film say it contains misleading claims, inflated statistics and out-of-context interviews. Joining me from England, we're blessed to have marine ecologist Bryce Stewart from the University of York. Bryce, thanks for your time.
1: No worries. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Good man. What are your concerns?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, it was right to highlight overfishing as a, you know, a massive global issue. We know that about a third of fish stocks around the world are overfished, but it went on to claim that sustainable fisheries were impossible in general, and, you know, that's just not true. On the flip side, we know that about two-thirds of fisheries are being fished at sustainable levels, and... We also know that with good management, fish stocks can recover, and there's lots of examples of that. So the ocean does have an amazing ability to sort of bounce back when it's protected and well-managed.
0: It claimed that we're going to run out of fish by 2048. Is that wild?
1: I mean, yes, it is wild. It came from a study originally done in 2006, and what that study was sort of looking at the rate at which fish stocks were becoming overfished and, you know, and was like trying to send a warning out to say, look, if we don't change the way things are going, you know, all fish stocks will collapse by 2048. But actually, you know, it was meant to be a sort of controversial thing to say. The author of that study himself wrote a a different paper only a few years later Mm. and said, yeah, you know, like basically actually that's not really accurate and lots of um, stocks are recovering, and yes, there's still an issue, but most, in fact, pretty much all marine scientists now dismiss that claim for many reasons, both because we're turning things around, not fast enough, but we are turning mm. things around, but also because you know it would never get to that state. The, the, the claim in the film was the oceans will be virtually empty of life, and that is yeah. just never going to happen. We'll react long before that. We get anywhere near that yeah. that sort of state.
0: So I'm a fisher. We've got some beautiful waters here in Adelaide. Should I be more concerned over overfishing in our waters or any waters or pollution?
1: I mean, if you had to pick one thing that's threatening the world's oceans, then it probably is overfishing. But that's really variable. So, you know, I know in Australia the fisheries management is generally very good and, you know, recreational fishermen have bag limits and size limits and things like that. So it's it's you know it's really hard to pick one thing that actually all important. So you know overfishing can be a real issue in some places. Mm. In the, in the Mediterranean, you know, not a million miles from where I am, that most of the stocks are overfished. In other places, pollution is the issue, and obviously climate change is having a massive effect as well, and that's only going to get worse in the mm. future.
0: Bryce Stewart, our guest from the University of York. The the confronting part for me, the doco poured over doubt on sustainable fishing. It shined a light on aquaculture industry and introduced the notion of, I don't know, they called it blood shrimp, seafood tainted with slave labour and human rights abuses. Is that got any cred to it at all?
1: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we do know that those sorts of things go on. Again, it's a minority of fisheries and a minority of areas. But it is, obviously, for the people, the victims of it, it's absolutely shocking. Um, It's not, unfortunately, either a new issue. Groups like the Environmental Justice Foundation have been working on this for decades. Unfortunately, there's some really unscrupulous people out there, you know, like Mm. there is in any walk of life. And so we've got to really try and weed this out in any way we can. And that might involve, you know, obviously better checks, but also... Any countries that have a bad record on this, perhaps, you know, boycotting their seafood and things Mm -hmm. like that. So there are things you can do.
0: The other thing is the the governing bodies, It, it questioned Marine Stewardship Council labels and the Dolphin Safe label. Do you support those claims?
1: I mean, no, that was really unfortunate, the way that they really targeted those guys. The Marine Stewardship Council, for example are champions of sustainable fishing. You know, yeah. they certify about 10% of the world's fish stocks. And getting that that label, it's not an easy process. You know, it takes years. Yes. You often need to make a lot of improvements to the way your fishing operations uh, are going, how they're managed. So they are not the bad guys in this. Like, they're mm. not perfect. I mean, it's, it's, regulating fishing is difficult, you know. Things go on out at sea that that people don't always see, but they have led to huge improvements Mm. and they do offer a really good way for consumers to buy a product and, you know, be pretty sure that it's a sustainable option.
0: Should we be concerned at all? I said again in the opener, I'm an an avid fisher. Uh, We've got a fishing show. It's the Rowies Fishing Show. We've got you on. This Netflix doco, it was confronting. Uh, Is there anything we should be concerned about?
1: I mean like I said you know I'm a fisherman myself as well and you know I, I <laughs> overfishing in general whoever it's done by is is not a, something I want to see and we you know we do know that there are these issues out there I I think it's good the film has highlighted them to a you know a huge audience actually I mean, yeah. a global audience and w- there's people talking about this who have never you know really even thought about it before oh. about just the health of the ocean in general So that's good. I'm just worried that, you know, some of the wild claims in the film and the fact that it just said the only solution is to give up eating fish altogether. Oh, no. That's not a a realistic option. Do you know what I mean? Like, over 3 billion people, that's nearly half the world's population, they get over 20% of their protein from fish. In some Mm. places, they get it all from fish if you're on a pacific island or the seychelles or wherever you are giving up fish is, is just not an option and to make them sort of look like the villains in this it's you know that's just not on
0: so what was their motivation for it it's just sensationalizing it i mean like i said i'm so glad we've got you on bryce stewart because i watched it i got about three quarters through and ended up turning it off the first night i had to go back and watch it again because that's when they were talking about the blood shrimp it was just it doesn't paint a good picture of the industry around the world, and it's scaremongering.
1: Yeah, I think it is. And, you know, that, like I said, that's really unfortunate. In it? It didn't highlight any of the good stuff that's going on. And, mm. and, you know, to attack, like I said, some of these groups like Marine Stewardship Council and the Plastic mm. Coalition, who are made up of people who've dedicated their lives to helping the ocean, to improving management systems... They're not the bad guys. Like, give us a bit of hope as well. Mm. That's the thing. So, I, you know, I know that the the producer behind the film was responsible for Cowspiracy, which was made, I think, in yes. 2014, which was all about giving up meat, basically. You know, so it did seem, you know, I was, I'm, you know, I love the ocean, I love fishing fish, everything about it. I was looking forward to this film. Yes. But as I watched it, I realised it was pretty much just a campaign video yes. by, the, by the time I got to the end of
0: it. So how true was the slaughtering of dolphins in Japan and hiding of the cameras? And I know the shark fins and shark fin soup, and we hear in Australia that they come down in our waters and absolutely slaughter the sharks. Is, is Has that been sensationalised at all? Is that misleading?
1: I mean, again, you know, these things do unfortunately go on. You know, shark finning happens if it was if you know if if the shark fisher was part of a well managed fishery where the whole of the shark was used then that becomes a different issue but obviously what what we know goes on and what we hear about is where they're literally just chopping the fins off the sharks and throwing them back alive which you know they're not going to last long and uh, that's shocking so it did highlight some real issues it's just that that's not the majority of of how fishing is operated and likewise yeah with the dolphins um in that particular cove you know i'm no fan of that that is a well-known issue there was a a film made called the cove which i think yes i've seen that yes
0: yeah yeah
1: so i think it was the other thing about the filmmaker sort of was going around the world saying oh i never knew about this stuff you know and like and this has all been hidden and it's all a conspiracy. And yet most <laughs> we knew of it, about was, it was out there yeah, already. That's um, right. And yeah. he, didn't, he didn't give any, you know, local people sort of much of a say. It was a bit like a young bloke on a backpacking gap year just uh, <laughs> sort of seeing the world for the first time. Yeah. But, you know, didn't give it much people creep. living in that world... Are, are pretty familiar with it already
0: yeah bryce we could talk for ages i thank you for your time you're from the university of york so when you say you're a fisher that's an inland freshwater fisher to be would it
1: well actually i the coast is only an hour away from here so i went fishing last week good and you probably can't tell because i've been in the uk over 20 years but i am an australian
0: stop it
1: <laughs> so i'm from melbourne stop it so, um no, don't. don't. I'll, I'll on be you. upset if you don't believe me. No, I but, do um, now. Yeah, I, I just... can
0: hear a little bit of Ozzy. Just give us a good day, mate.
1: G'day. How are we doing, viewers? Yeah, oh,
0: sorry. that's better. That's better. Good on you. Hey, Bryce, thank you very much for giving us some balance no on worries. this. I think Sea Spiracy as that Netflix doco, look, it does make you think. It does, and it is confronting. And being a fisher, we want to make sure that we don't, you know, overfish our areas. And you've given us some balance to that, and I thank you for your time.
1: Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me on.
0: Good work there. Bryce Stewart, he's an ecologist from the University of York. A bit of balance on Seaspiracy, a Netflix doco. We've been trying to get hold of Seaspiracy, any of the directors, any of the producers, any of the people, the backpacker dude that made half of it up. We'll try and do that in the next few weeks. Bryce Stewart, our guest.